welcome to the MTG Painful Truths Podcast. This is episode number 16. I'm your host, Brent Wagner. Uh, joining we, me, as always, <laughs> I'm still going, man. No no more. No, no you keep going. Yeah, uh, that's Cole Kirkman. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Good. It's good to hear it, man. Uh, so it's about a, what, a week and a half after the HBMO 5K. We, that's what we're going to talk about, just kind of our overall... Uh, experiences with uh, how we did respectively in each of our tournaments and uh, just you know everything else that we find relevant and I'm gonna go over uh, also kind of the day two conversion which I think is a pretty pretty cool little data point to kind of review I know we're like a week and a half past it so like you know magic has you know modern has changed and or whatever um, like or evolved but I, I think there's some a few decks that are worth looking at, but, uh, but yeah. So Cole, uh, as, at you actually did the, act, the main event for the, the HBMO, the 10 K, the, which is the day two in a format of modern, uh, for me, I was, uh, cheering you on from hundred miles away. I, I went to my mom's birthday party uh, out kind of in uh, small town Texas, uh, but but man, you kind of you had a pretty good day one. Yeah, I uh, I had day two and I got twenty fourth overall. And congratulations for that. Uh, I I was you were doing a great job at keeping me in the loop of uh, your personal record. Uh, I I felt like I was getting Discord messages pretty frequently, and you're like, all right, four, three one four one five one, just like you kept winning. And I was like, "Oh shit, he's gonna he's gonna day two because that's I mean that's a big deal," and uh, and yeah, you seven one in the first day. Uh, so I, so that first day, can you kind of tell us about about your matchups or whatever is interesting? Uh, do you see any anything silly or anything like that? I didn't have a lot of interesting. So my day one was pretty stocky. Like, um, now mind you, uh, and you know, Brett knew this too. I haven't played Magic Gathering paper wise for like months. And, um, you know, then threw myself into a, uh, a huge tournament. And, uh, I remember just like my round one, I played against a blue white control player that, uh, let's see, they, uh, oh, they're Winkedish. So game one, they didn't do anything crazy. They, uh, they kind of just played control. It was kind of like old standard control, honestly. Okay. Until game two, they threw a uh, Tasha's hideous laughter at me. Oh, a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, you know, some people don't know, but uh, Yawgoth has like really messed up mana. Okay. So, like, it didn't really bother me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I went down like 13 cards, I think, and then killed them. So they didn't hit like any. I guess like co there's a few different like combos or whatever. Did they hit like your uh, blood artist? Well, I already had a like board. That? Oh, you just beat them with dudes. Yeah, you know? I was already on beat them with dudes plan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of secretly the plan A, but people always think the, like even me. I'm just like, did you get the combo kill? You get the loop or whatever. It's like no, I just, I just played creatures that I wanted. Like I don't know. <laughs> I played really bad two ones and stuff and managed to win the game. <laughs> right. Uh, then round two, I played the new Shadow variant. Um, 
with Giganta as their companion. Okay. So that was pretty interesting. Nothing really crazy there. There was a point, and he, he realized it after. Uh, he had two shadows. We were in game two. I won game one. He had two shadows. He was at like three life. Okay. And I had two Strangler guys. Oh, he had a he had a shadow that attacked. And a shadow that was untapped. And then a Darcy that attacked. And he was at three. So I was like, all right, well, I'll attack with my two Strangler guys to have a counter. Or they don't have counters on them, but I'll attack with both of them. Okay. Um. And uh, no, he was at four. Yeah, he was at four. So I attack with both my string group guys. Uh, he blocks one of them, goes to one. I had Eldritch Evolution in my hand, so I went and got Gross Messenger. And wow. afterwards, he revealed he had Unholy Heat in his hand. He was like, I should have just Unholy Heated the other one. I thought going lower would have been fine. And he wanted uh, to hold. He wanted to hold the uh, the other card for uh, like to clear a blocker sure like he had he had you on the crackback and he just wanted yeah to... essentially and i was like i was like i mean i, I get the play i'm not gonna mm. i'm not gonna say i don't but sure it, it, it seems kind of sus really like... it seemed really risky i mean i mean i only had one card in hand so that was really calling it that the card that i had in hand was a way to find the messenger right so i will give him that because like going to one and then holding removal for a blocker uh does really hurt you know, because then if I'm like, because because my plan B, uh, that I had was like, all right, I'll uh, I'll hold like a blocker that I could go get back. Sure. I was yeah. like, I could I could hold this back and be fine. Um, obviously though, he uh, he had an answer for it if that was my if that was my plan. Right. So, what was your life total? Was it like, did you have? I mean, the, the, the shadows would have been. 12 12s i was was so okay like your life total you were kind of dead to a swing or yeah uh, yeah yeah. yeah. okay i guess that's true they they would be pretty big but like you don't attack he's at four life he's so he had third nine nines like could you take uh i it it came down i think it was a critical point like he had like a darcy anyways that was attacking every turn he had two cards in hand i was like i'm just gonna go for it right yeah Okay, so that's so that was against uh, Death Shadow with Gigantha as the companion. Uh, what what else uh, from the first day? Uh, let's see. So from day one, what the next round uh, was a uh, was green white uh, scales, and uh, I two owed that opponent. Uh, it was a very feels bad. Hepatra, um, <laughs> by the way, everybody that's listening. Uh, is the greatest card of all time. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. I don't understand what the argument is. I don't get it. That card won. I in today's talk that I'm going to talk to you about, you will realize that most of my games won were because of Hepatra. It's yeah. We I think we it it's uh something we all, we bring up probably every podcast like that Hepatra is the truth and. And we have Moniz. He's kind of a he's a time player. He plays uh, Yawgmoth for fun also, and he's he is the same way. Like, why would you not play? You should make room for this card. It is it is that good. And like you said, it just like it it won, it probably it won you games. It won you matches. Like just this one piece of cardboard. I don't know. Yeah, the, no. I mean, the Hepatra combo. Like, I did it against the skills player. He couldn't get out from under it. I did it like 
I did it to like practically every human ever on this planet. Like I don't, <laughs> if I had the option to do it and it was efficient, I, I did it. Right. And like most people I did it to, they were just like, yeah, I, I lose. Yeah. I, and our, we've, we certainly play tested, uh, a favorable, ma- like amulet versus yog, which is kind of in my favor, but Hepatra is just, it, it stonewalls me and it stonewalls in my day too. It literally, uh, literally won the game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, we're both Hepatra truthers, man. It's yeah, she she's a rude lady. She's very good, incredibly good. I, I like I said, I don't. You should play her if you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, it was stellar. I was very yeah. impressed with it, honestly. Yeah. Um, my round four. I think this was the uh, was the uh, let's see the I think the shadow or the Jun Saga guy. Do I remember what my loss was? Let's see. You said I'm looking at our chat log. You said three beat scales, then just four o. So I, yeah, you, you're not giving me what much to work with here. No, I know. I, I I told everybody I was like I should have just wrote this down. Right. I know I didn't play elementals at all. <laughs> okay. Day one, that is. Yeah. All right, we're gonna skip round four. I don't remember what it is. I think round five was where my first loss was, right? Uh, yeah. You four o, and then the next chat message was five one. So. You 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 lost one of those next year around five or six. Yeah, I think I lost round five to uh, what was that? To oh my god, round day one was a blur because all my matches <laughs> revived super fast. Yeah, god, I don't remember. Let's see. I just know like my last couple of matches. I played against a Jun Saga guy. Yeah. That um, I got a GRV against. <laughs> okay. What was uh? So was he that? had a Torp Orb in play. Okay. And we both knew it. Uh, I then play an endurance at his end step, and I'm like, I'm gonna target myself. We both go, yeah, okay. And then uh, I shuffle my graveyard or put my graveyard on the bottom, and we're both like, cool. And I'm like, he's like still at my end step. Uh, I'm going to assassin's trophy it. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. So then he does it, and then we both kind of like, I'm going through my deck for my basic, and we both kind of like look at each other for a second, and then we look at the torpor, and we're both like fuck <laughs> we're both like okay so we call judge and the judge comes over he's like uh we're literally not gonna do anything about this uh, y'all are gonna continue uh, y'all are gonna continue you get a grv and i was like cool <laughs> i was like perfect so as opposed to both he just gave you the grv yeah he gave it to me i mean I'm, worst case scenario i could have gotten a game loss so I, no. I, I, I was okay with the grv i'm gonna argue it no no i'm just like I guess it's to me it's just a little strange that it didn't go to both players because, like he he didn't catch it, you didn't catch it. Like I, yeah, I that mean, was I the w- awkward part. I I thought it should have gone to both, but I, I wasn't gonna argue. I was okay no, with my answer. No, it, yeah, and I, like, yeah, I got a GRV in, in my day one or my in my uh, five. What'd you do? Well, we'll we'll get to it. You didn't tell me about this mysterious GRV. Oh, I mean, it didn't. It wasn't terribly relevant but um but yeah i mean uh, we'll we'll get to it we'll let's finish day one and then we'll get okay my was around one so okay so then either way i beat him in three we go to game three and this was actually the longest match we were in about to hit turns or we would have been in turns we had like we had like a 20 minute time extension essentially was Um, that from uh from the judge ruling or was it uh, yeah the judge ruling because he went to go talk to the head judge then came back talked to us and then Later, he, he only put, like, five minutes. He took, like, 12 minutes to do this. So then this other judge comes to watch. He sees that we have a time extension. We both look at that judge and go, hey, man, like, 
I have a GRV and that has to take more than five minutes. And right. Joe's like, you know what? You're right. So we'll give you 15 minutes. Okay. So yeah, I don't, I don't long ass time extension and it didn't really matter. I, I pretty much got there. Um, just by beating them up. Uh, I then, I then think I top decked like cord or something. And it just kind of ran away with the game at that point. Uh, and then I played against. I never wish I could remember what my loss was. I never played Hammer. I know that. I didn't play Omnath till day two. Thank God. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, not thank God. When you hear the day two part, it's terrible. Yeah. I was on stream if you ever want to watch me lose to uh, Omnath. Uh. I beat Burn day one. I remember that. That was bare. Oh, dude. I played against Burn. All my rounds are jumbled. Imagine every round is round one, day two, honestly, because that's about how it felt. <laughs> okay. I mean, it didn't really matter. Like, I only had one loss, so it doesn't really matter when it was, to be sure. totally honest. Yeah. Because um, uh, we're going to get to my last round, which I do remember very vividly of day one. <laughs> okay. But uh, I did play against Burn. I think this was probably like round seven, round six. There were eight rounds day one. Eight rounds, yep. It had to be around seven. So uh, I play against Burn, and game one ruins me. We're sitting next to Burn, another Burn player, and we're watching. I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to be you know, against that, whatever. And, uh, you know, we're all joking around, and he goes, Aaron Mesa pass. And I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. And he goes, Aaron said fetch. I'm like, okay. And he goes, Sacred Foundry tapped. I'm like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> and then he goes, his turn, untap, inspiring vantage, pass. And I'm like, what, what does this mean? And right. then at my end step, he Boros charms me. His turn, he plays a lance. Uh, he goes, Bolt, Skewer, Skewer. Jeez, okay. And I started crying. Um, <laughs> I then died, if you couldn't guess. And then <laughs> I mean, game two was probably the craziest game two. I was at one life. Okay. For four turns. Oh, jeez. He top decked a land four times in a row. Oh, man. Long enough for me to kill him. <laughs> I could... I Dude, I had been pissed... He took it like a champion. I would have been fucking fuming. <laughs> so he, was it? Did you have like a gummed up board? So he, he just. I had like a bunch of the... idiots. Okay. Like essentially, I just had idiots. Like I think I had like a grist, and like three strangleroot geist, and like a young wolf that was a two-two, and like other idiots. You're, you're winning like, on the board I, state. Yeah, yes. and I just kept turning sideways. I was like, "Look, man, if he top sacks a, I think I kept back like an insect." <laughs> <laughs> right. But like yeah. he had to block every turn anyway, so like, I yeah. it was it was impressive. I was surprised that ever even happened. Yeah. Um. He even went through two, uh, so essentially six draws because he went through two, uh, that the cycle land. Okay, sure. Sunday. So yeah. Uh, and then game three, I kind of realized game two and game one, that he just never targeted my creatures. Like he just didn't touch them. Like if it was on the board, he didn't care about it. Everything went to face. Okay. And I had an opener hand where my first turn was a uh what's the idiot? Essence Warden. Okay. And I was like, you know what? He didn't touch any of my stuff that whole game. I'm gonna just turn one this to see if he does anything to it. He left sure. that thing out there for eight turns. Jeez. I gained a whopping twenty life off of it. <laughs> I had a grist at one point that was just upticking. Just oh making making a blocker and gaining life. And he eventually <laughs> like, alright, I'll I'll bolted and i was like all right right and it was so like to to show you how much heat he did draw he still had me at like nine life that whole game 
Jeez. Like within triple bolt range, that whole game. Right. Um, and then my last my last round. Uh, you know, I'm X and one. I'm talking to all the guys. Uh, you know, Jacob and all of our friends that are great guys. Uh, one day we'll have to get Jacob and we've had Drew on the show before. Yeah. We have to get the other guys on the show. But uh they're great guys, part of team BDE. They were there with me all weekend. They were supporting me. Uh we essentially, I think, equivalently, and I'm going to throw their name out there because they've been really good guys to us this whole time, has been Nerd Holla. I think we were equivalently sponsored by them, honestly. Um, they, Jeremiah and JV, JV's a really good friend of mine, uh, were there all weekend. They were checking with me. They, um, they were seeing how I was doing. They wanted to make sure I was in a calm state. Yeah. Um, they offered to get me whatever I needed and they were like, if you need cards, let us know. And I, it was a very, you know, I love those guys to death. It was a great experience. Um, if you're ever in the DFW area, you go hit them up. They're good guys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, going on though. Um, I sit across my opponent and I kind of like, and Jacob, who is probably one of the best magic players I know, like this dude is very good. Um, and hella competitive, probably also the most competitive human I know. Yeah, he um, might be. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, but he, I, I kind of asked him, like, hey, you know, should I just offer the draw in the last round? Because I, I was very tired. You know, it's like, I think it was like almost like six o'clock or something. And you're locked for day two at this point. So, yeah, and we, and we've been playing, you know, since like nine. I was tired. I hadn't played, you know, paper magic in forever. You know, I wasn't used to the, the grind as much. And, uh, Jacob looks me dead in the face, and he goes, don't you dare fucking offer it. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take that threat, and I'm going to not do that. <laughs> and um, so I sit across my opponent, and he starts shuffling up, and I was like, all right, well, if he's not going to offer it, I'm obviously not going to offer it. Uh, and he was on Shadow. He reveals Jagatha, and we go to game three, I think. No, I think I beat him in two. I don't remember. Either way, we get to the final game, and he's like, he's thought sees me. He's countered everything relevant. He's killed everything. We get to this point. He's got a Ragavan on the board. And that's it. That's what we both got going. And then he puts like Jagatha into his hand. And he's like, all right, combat. And I was like, okay. And he's like, you know, attack Ragavan. I was like, all right, before blocks, flash it in endurance. And he goes, of course you fucking have it. And I was like, I will target you and I will kill your Ragavan. And he then conceded. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I play four of them. So <laughs> like, right. Yeah. yeah. They're around, man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and then I, I flipped the top card afterwards. It was a cord. And I was like, I don't know which one you wanted to lose to first. Because <laughs> um, I had like, I think I had like Iggy and stuff on board, but I didn't want to throw those away to a, a Ragavan. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my day one. If I remember any of the other decks that I played against, I'll probably bring them up. But I don't think, I mean, obviously, if I'm not remembering them, they weren't that exciting. Yeah. Because I'm really trying to remember what my loss was. Because like, was it, it wasn't creativity day one, was it? No, creativity day two was my first loss day two. Okay. Because because uh, day two I played against Heliod round one, and that was a surprising matchup that I thought I definitely was going to lose, and we'll get into that later. But okay, okay, sure. Um, I'm just really trying to remember because like, if I remember correctly, I don't feel like it. It was like real games either. Yeah. Like that's what I'm trying to remember. Was like, was it just like I got crushed, or was it like? close i don't know i don't even think i was kind of looking at like if we could see previous pairings not that it would jar your memory but like well if we found the person we can know that we would know the exact deck but yeah and i don't think you can look at past pairings not pairings but you can look at deck lists but we're not going to go through 
Those, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna I, I definitely am not gonna remember his name. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was my day one. So let's get yeah. into day two. Okay. Uh. So I guess I'll. How about I do like three rounds? My first three rounds, and then uh, we'll kind of bounce back and forth. I'll do. Yeah. I'll do. I'll do half, My first half of the day. We'll do your full story. And then. Then we'll do my the second half of mine. Doesn't matter. I'll go first. And you just interrupt me whenever. Okay. So. Uh. So obviously I was uh, super super stoked that you got seven one after day one. Just locked in top eight. With one of the best records. I do hold up. I do remember my placement day one though. I do have to brag about it. Okay. Let's see if I can find it. I think I was seventeenth. No, it's fourteenth going into day two. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you, you you screenshotted it. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, and it looks like the uh, Jacob Drew must had uh, much worse breakers. They're not in that in the top twenty seven that I can see. Not that it matters too much. Um. So st- okay. So first off, fuck daylight savings time. The the worst. Like I said this like so many times. It was the worst weekend to have have the daylight savings time uh, switch, because I was already as you know I was like a hundred miles away from HVMO, and I go. I, I I finally get back to DFW. I stay up till midnight because I'm an idiot. And it really is probably like 1 o'clock, maybe like 1.30. And then the time change. So 1.30, I have to get up at 8. And, you know, I have to shower, like present myself as a as a, a functional human. And I lose an hour. And I'm just like fucking exhausted. And I have like no, I have no snacks on me and no food. And I'm just like, fuck. So I'm already like miserable as I walk into the event and I like catch up with 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 uh, with you, Cole, and other people. And I I walk in at the same time as Drew and Rios, and I'm taking and Rios. He's he lives next to me, and uh, I I was gonna take him. I was we were driving back together because he lives just north of me. Uh, and Drew and yeah, like you said, Drew t- day two and Rios is gonna play in the side event or, or the five uh, k with me. Yeah. Uh and. So I'm just like already miserable, and I get my day one, my first pairing is against uh, someone who I think I played, I have historically played before. I don't recall his name because we didn't have an interaction outside of. I think the one time we did play, it was just like brief. It was like courteous or whatever, but it was just like brief, and they left, and then I played him again. He was on hammer, and uh, I beat him in two games, and I'm gonna pull. I have a. And uh, real quick, this uh, I I actually wrote a tournament report. It will be in the show notes if you want to bore yourself with it. But it, Brendan's I think a much better man than I. I I I mean, it was it's kind of crazy. As miserable as I was this whole day, I I still kept up. I remembered all the pairings and stuff like that. So I'm gonna just kind of use it as a reference for me, and you can always obviously check it out yourself. Um, nothing really exciting. Game one is just kind of the the dry. And I'm of course um I'm playing Amulet Titan. Wow, really? What? So, okay, I, I I should have led with this a little bit earlier, but no one's surprised if you heard me. I was go, I was hard thinking about playing Grixis Death Shadow, but then they banned Luris, like right away. I was like, oh, well, I'm not gonna play that deck because I still don't know like if it's good. And obviously, and the consensus was Titan was gonna be a pretty good choice. I'm like, there's no way I'm not playing Titan this week. <laughs> wow no way and, 
and and I was also thinking about four color creativity, but I'm like, I don't have a, a lot of reps with the deck, and like Ross Merriam's very high on the deck, Corey Baumeister is very high on the deck. I mean, you when we get to the conversion rates and stuff, it's pretty interesting. Oh, oh yeah, for now, sure. Now, to be fair, and I, I don't remember if Brett said this earlier, but you know, this tournament was like literally right after the banning. Oh yeah, this was the first one, so it's kind of one of the more like immature meta games that that was that we may have played in ever. Like as far as like a huge BNR that changed the format. So I played two Finks in my board, gang. I'm gonna put that out there. Uh, that was the worst decision ever. Uh, <laughs> I think it came in once against burn and like i was already winning by like 20 life at that point yeah was there... i was like all right win more Woo! yeah so do you uh were there any other like uh deck choices because I, I want to go over mine a little bit um, and what so oh, i'm going to go over like kind of some of my deck cho- uh card choices oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so because of that because uh whether besides kitchen finks being uh, a stinker was there anything else that no everything you... else was great like the four endurances felt good which was something we talked about uh, I mean, he came in every game. It probably, I mean, obviously Hepatro, and there was like three people that tried to talk me out of Hepatro, and they were wrong. Yeah, oh um, yeah, they're just wrong. Yeah, like uh, I I said that she won a lot of games, like against the game one and game two against the scales player. She won me that game. Uh, against all the shadow players, she was really annoying because they don't right. play TBR anymore. So like, how are they getting through <laughs> two of the snakes? Right. You know, like, it, she just did God's work that whole weekend, man. Like, so definitely a great decision. Uh, Kitchenfink sucked it up. Like, <laughs> I just, I, I haven't played in a long time. We haven't, you know, we, we talked to our buddy Roger, which, by the way, I'm going to put this out here. Uh, I'm going to tell everybody that's listening. I would not have been able to compete if it was not for Brett Wagner and Roger McFan. Uh, who definitely were the reason I was able to go compete. I competed in their names. I love them both to death. Um, st- just straight, really, the reason I could go play. Um, so honestly, love these people to death. Uh, support both of them. Obviously, I'm talking to one of them right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're they're great guys. Uh, Roger literally gave me his Yawgmoth deck, and Brent is letting me buy pieces of Yawgmoth off of him so that I can get back into playing, hopefully before um scg dallas i'd like to own my own version of the deck before so sure. that if i want to make something happen but going back uh we played one gris in the board uh and he came in almost every every round so you know probably should just play third <laughs> um but either, like i don't think there was a lot of changes the necromantia surprisingly was efficient i kind of did. oh i played living end day one Okay, okay. I did. I didn't lose to it, but I crushed it game three because of Necromentia. <laughs> right. So game two, he ley lines me, and I read Necromentia, and I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> and I, I was like, this targets. And he didn't even know I have it yet. And I'm like, fuck. And I kind of, and then, you know, obviously Messenger. And here's a change I definitely would make uh, to add to the changes, by the way. I want to play Zulaport Cutthroat so damn bad. Right. A lot of people are packing Leyline, so if you're going to play the deck right now, I know Blood Artist is really good for the mirror. I get that. But Zulaport Cutthroat, 
a lot of people were playing Ley Lines. The, so the like, mirror, no one plays the deck. <laughs> yeah, I know. I never, I never once saw the mirror. I will say my last round of day two, my opponent opened his deck box and there were snake tokens and I was mortified. <laughs> I was like, please, not the last round so of this tournament. You got, you got played a little. Well, he then goes like, my last round was living in, he goes like Botanical Sanctum Cycle and I was like, oh, thank God. And he was like, what? And I was like, I thought you were on Yogg <laughs> I was like, and he was like, no, these are just dividers. I was like, okay i was like sure yeah um but yeah i played living end game three he did mulligan to Leyline, and okay. he he kind of like sneaked a seven too and i just went like turn one dude turn two necromancy and he was like yeah and he was like what are your name i was like Leyline of the or not Leyline, uh, uh living end and he was like ah and i was like have fun hard casting all of your stuff <laughs> and game one and I don't know why I could not remember this game in time. Game one was probably some of the most odd magic I've ever played in my life. Yeah. We came down to game one where he had used all three of his living ends. Oh, shit. Yeah, he, yeah, he just, and he didn't have a board. And, but you I could had, kind of sell, you could kind of sacrifice your own card. Well, no, I didn't never got a Yogmoth, I just had Grist. Ah, okay. I had okay. two Grist, I had one in the yard and one on the board. Okay. And I just kept upticking. Yeah. And he was like living in, I was like, put the other Grist into play. <laughs> I was like uptick, and then eventually I just got like a bunch of random stuff in play. And he was just like, "I can't, I can't let this keep happening." And I was like, "I don't." Know. And then I endurance one turn. He's like, "You want to target me?" And I was like, "No." I was like, "No, I do not." I was like, "You keep those three living ends in your graveyard." <laughs> it was that was probably the strangest game, and I think probably one of the only games in my career that I could say I definitively was going to win after the third one. I was like, I don't think I could lose. Right. Like, he had, like, I think a Shardless Agent. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how I lose this game. Right. I had, like, I think Grist at, like, six. Oh, yeah, I won by Ultimate and Grist that game. I remember. <laughs> oh, man, Very I love nice. that. I love that card. But, yeah, that would be the only changes. Run Zulaport Cutthroat, uh, because Leyline is practically everywhere right now. And, right. Uh, a lot of the decks that are playing Leyline are combo decks, or decks that win very quickly. And uh, Living End is one of them. And you don't win Living End by beating them up most of the time. So <laughs> yeah. if you want to be able to win that matchup, most of the time you have to combo off. Yeah. Um, kind of through the Living Ends. Right. I mean, Endurance does help, but you can't Endurance under a Ley Line. Right, yeah. So that that's a damn shame. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, all right, that that I remember. Like I said, okay. if I remember anymore, I'm bringing him up. But that one I... I do remember because he's a part of Jody Keefe's crew. He had the, the jersey on. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. And I was like, I own that jersey too. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, I just don't know where it's at. <laughs> I saw Jody Ke- I meant I wanted to say hi to him. He uh, is a great human. If you ever get the chance to play him or talk to him, definitely do. Uh, probably one of my favorite competitive magic players of all time. He has taken a lot of time to talk to me, and that was really cool. Yeah, I think it was the first HBMO. I, I, you know, he was at the first, or the not the, the the one in august uh what eight months ago whatever and i saw him and I, I knew like i knew of him but then just kind of hear your your love for him i was like oh i wish i met him i love that man uh, to death i highly recommend i thought about when he kind of offered it he i thought at one point he and i might be talking about my ass i thought at one point he offered coaching and i really thought about it and i usually don't ever think about ever high paying for coaching to any degree um that's just not something that's ever been in my wheelhouse, but like for him, he's just a really cool guy to talk to. Um, when I did talk to him and I think he was at, yeah, he was at GP Austin, the one I did too with Tron. Yeah. He was there too. I talked to him a lot there and like, he just is a really cool guy. 
Yeah. Genuinely. And he did a jersey run. I said I had a j- his jersey. I was like a week out. Like, I missed it. And I messaged him and was like, hey, man, is there any way I can get in on the jersey? And he, like, took the time to help me get one. I'm like, thank you so much. That's very cool. He's a cool guy. Very, very cool guy. Yeah. Definitely. Probably, probably one of my favorite competitive Magic players. Yeah. I think, like, as far as, like, other competitive players i didn't i, I think julia john was in I he definitely was there yeah i, I, like I he, saw I him see the, i see him at a lot of local events like he, he I, I think I he sat, lives in texas it would make sense because i saw him i actually sat next to him day one of the first of the one in august he was it was like at a pretty meaningful interaction like he was pretty jolly with when with the opponent and i think i saw him at the at the pro support they the, the bat tournament <laughs> i think i saw him in the hallway once and um i'm sure he left like we should have right <laughs> well, yeah, in hindsight <laughs> like we <laughs> uh i i remember at the hbmo i was talking somebody had brought up they're like did anybody go to that and i i looked at them and i was like dude i could have top baited but i ha- i left at round five i just couldn't i just gave it to my opponent i was done yeah because I, I, I remember me and the control player were going to tie, and I was like, dude, screw it. I don't care. You can have it. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like 6 p.m. We're at round five. We've been here since 8 in the morning. Good. <laughs> you can have it. Chores. Yeah. And then I had to come back and pick up Jacob at like 2 in the morning. Oh, yeah. That was a miserable. And he didn't even like make the finals. That was just, that was just yeah. top eight. He just lost <laughs> in top eight. At 2 a.m., yeah. I think Kale said he left at like 3.30. Or some, he, and he won. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, what a miserable experience. Yeah. I mean, I will give it that the second one was better. It was good. Yeah. It I was... played Pokemon at the second one, and I had I had fun. The venue was cool. Yeah. I didn't really have a problem with it. I know that there was a hiccup with the Magic tournament. Uh, I think it started slightly late. No, didn't they like lose the round at one point or whatever? I don't know. I think they, they it became an intermittent. It's it. I don't know. I I just don't remember because I dropped after round five because I was like I have to win out and like my girlfriend was leaving. Yeah, I was just like I'm just kind of done. Like, like I have to win out and I'm like I could be spending this time with my girlfriend who's going to be going on a trip for a long time for like over a week. So like that's where my my mind was at. And then I was like I'm more into the Sunday thing. And I played uh, uh, Death Shadow. Oh, right. There was a two-day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I played this, the smaller thing. I, I didn't do very good at that. But anyway. All right. Back to... We got sidetracked. <laughs> okay. Uh, did, did we ever? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about your your uh, card choices. Uh, we were I talking to... about your round. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go over my card choices. And it'll be quick. Uh, the one thing that I was thinking of it was... The consensus would be Titan is better, and that blue red Merktide would be also better. Or that's that was kind of the takeaway I was getting. But I've heard kind of everything. But yeah, we also we, thought Tron was going to be better. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's maybe more wishful thinking. Or I don't know. <laughs> but I was I was more mo- mostly afraid of blue red because that's mostly a. a I think bad everybody matchup. in our group thought blue red was going to be everywhere. Yeah, and I was like, that's 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 a rough one for me. Like. It's pretty easy for them to just play Delver on one, and protect it, and Unholy Heat, my guy. And well, no, to be fair, win. we we are pretty dumb because we should have definitely thought about Elementals or like Omnath. 
nightmare. It's oh, sh- one more. Sure, sure. Um, but to but when it came to my deck, I was like, I just want. I was like, I just want relic. Like that's always the card that I, I've liked. Going back to the Tron days, it's just nice to have that is just in the deck somewhere. Or now like your a, weird uh, Crimson Val card. Uh, no, <laughs> no, that, I that lantern or whatever. Lantern of the Lost. I I should have played. I played, th- I played three relics. I didn't even think about Land of the Lost uh, as one. No, because uh, why would you? It's fine. It's fine. It's not a good card, isn't that weird? It's a fine card. There's spots. It's better. It, I, okay, so I so my point is relic <laughs> in the main. I'm not I'm not willing to have this fight. <laughs> it's always okay to admit that you lose. Uh. Okay. Well, Randomer gets good. We'll we'll come back to it. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna write this down. <laughs> Okay, so I played one relic in the main. Otherwise, a pretty stock list, and I was running Slayer's uh, Stronghold variant. Um, really, for the most part, it was like the stock list was two Azusa, two Explore. I cut the second Explore for the. You were only on first one relic. Explore. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was. I mean, I was kind of thinking like maybe I just wanted to play Azusa and just like have yeah, a I was like, is, is the 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 one explore better than the third Azusa? I I don't know. Like to me, I was like, I just wanted like here's the the template. I mean, hearing was... from your matches, probably irrelevant. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. Like I I I'm actually a little bit lower on explore than the average Titan player, and like to me, it's like Azusa is just so great. That's like yeah. Well, I mean, Azusa's a combo piece for the most part. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you just like if you don't have t- amulet. Grazer on one and two, Azusa on two, and then you have Titan on three. Like that's easy because you have you'll have the mana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Explore is just like a much slow. I don't know. Like I'm, no, I'm, no, no, no. I, I'm a little biased here. I don't but. play the deck. I have played Titan before Dryad came out, and then I played Titan when Dryad came out. Or no, I well I played the <laughs> I played the best deck ever when Dryad came out that nobody talked about. But going on, um, <laughs> the blue green primeval Titan deck. Oh yeah, yeah. Deck was sick. Titan. Played Uro as a one of because nobody knew how strong Uro was yet. Oh, we, we were all like, Triad of the Alicia Grove, dude, this card is bannable. <laughs> what are you telling me? There's a three mana guy that's a six six that draws a card, puts a land to play? That card sucks. <laughs> God, man, I wish we still lived in those days. Yeah. Uh, do, do, do you? Do you? No. Um, so, and the sideboard, I had. Uh, Frog Hemoth that ca- that yes uh, you did uh, as a, a more blue red mark type hate you did have Frog Hemoth you you better mention his name no I I'll, I I will and I you know I I stand by it but I, I'm not gonna run it again like I thought it I, made sense I still think I don't I mean now to be fair I'd be hundred percent honest like I feel like that y- you almost had the same feeling that I did with like Hepatra except Hepatra was much more playable than Frog Hemoth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like to be 100% honest with you. No, to me No, to me it was like it it has come up before where it's like the uh the, like the opponent would tap out if I had four mana, therefore five mana the following turn or whatever or three mana. So they're like not afraid of Titan or whatever. So sneaking Frog Hemoth at five mana was like kind of interesting to me. And like against the 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 blue red Merktide deck I was like, well, this, you know, sneak him in, eat the graveyard, get out on Holy Heat range. Like, see, I'm, this I'm, is where I'm Brent and I get. I'm, I'm really like, upselling this, the the ceiling of the no, card. No, no, no. I, I think you are. Like, but this is where we both like because we talked about it, or like literally earlier. 
And I was like, wouldn't you also just like want it against like, um, like you know, living in like if you could sneak it out? Sure. Which I which like, and I know we talked about it just a little bit, like that, like that's you know, because you you know, living in is going to be like, oh man, you know, in response, living in or whatever. Right. That that was my fear. Yeah. Yeah, and like I mean, more than like I could definitely see that happening, but I, I don't know. Like I think the card is just so good. Like in that specific scenario, and you get it back. Like if you could graveyard it or whatever, right? I don't know. Like, like I said, I I definitely think that uh, that there's merit to to that card. I don't I don't think that card is terrible. Is what I'm no, I, like, I like. I don't think that card is like. Oh man, you play that card? I'm a fucking idiot. No, I think it's like. I think it would have been better than like. Uh, like we've run or niche decks have played. Uh, Elder Giggles, Gargaroth, and that's like. To I me, still think that card's worse. insane. I think it's good, but like I, <laughs> you could never not sell me on that card. No, I know. I like the card too, but like for Titan, it's like Frogimith seemed better for me. No, well, yeah. I mean, it's a literally. I, I don't know. Like it's it's really hard to not sell me on Frogimith, as right. it's because it's like, just really good. Right. Like and. I don't know, it's just super hard not to sell me on Frog Myth. Like, that card just is just a good card. Yeah. But I think, to me, my, kind of where I kind of settled at the end of it was, I just wish it was, like, it, Endurance is just, like, has that light, higher floor, because it could cause zero mana, and it interacts with the graveyard. Uh, and, like, in that living-in scenario, it's a really good card to have that in hand and just kind of be patient, to me. Yeah, no, so, like, I, I definitely agree. I think, um, I, like I said, I, I just think Frog Hemoth just has so much decent text to it that it's hard to argue that it's not good for what you're trying to do or what. Yeah, yeah. Like, matchups that suck for you. Yeah. It's like, wow, this matchup is terrible. All right, well, I have Frog Hemoth to get me out of it. It's like, right. Yeah. And that was, like, a few people asked about Frog Hemoth in the deck, uh, in the in the in the tournament report, and I was like, it like someone asked about the living in. I was like, I didn't bring it in. Um, well, I know and, I also asked earlier about it. Yeah, and you did too, right? And then I said it came in versus uh, burn in the top four, and then uh, against Grixis Shadow because uh, you know it's another Darcy deck. So well, yeah. I mean, also it's what, like a four four right four four haste trample. Yeah, four yeah four four yeah. Like it, it's also just a really annoying card to to just get rid of, right? Yeah, like for sure. it, it's just really annoying to be like, all right, well, how do I? Like I, most of the time you're kind of just in a position where you're kind of just wanting to fight. On the I don't know, it's it's weird. It's hard to say. I just think the card just has pretty decent text to it. Oh, it does too. And I'm I'm not saying it's it's like I actually bought. Uh... So, uh, Grilled Cheese, he's the guy who, he built the, uh, the deck you brought to the, the bad tournament, the pro sport tournament, and I mentioned his name before. He was the person who actually played, uh, a lot more Frogemoth in his Titan deck. He had, like, four Titan, three Frogemoth. He was like, oh, it's great against Murktide, and I think he was right about it, but, uh, otherwise he kind of stopped, uh, with that science experiment for a while, but. Uh, I, yeah, I, mean, he... I still it's it's still hard to tell me that it's not good against Murktide. Oh no, I I agree. I think it's really I think it is good against Murktide, but so, but also like Endurance is pretty damn good against Murktide too. Well, yeah. I mean, Endurance like we get into a position. I think day two, 
Or I even I think I even said day one like uh, my opponent attacked with a ragavan and I like endurance blocked it. Right. Yeah. So was... in, in addition to eating their graveyard, I killed a creature because it's a three right. four with flash. Like and yeah, exactly. And it, it's like endurance is just kind of an absurd card. Oh oh yeah. Like I don't. It, it's absurd what endurance can do. Yeah, it it certainly won me uh, a few matches this at this uh 5k for sure oh yeah uh but yeah so that i mean other other than that and i had emrakul promise end which is kind of like an interesting card outside of that it's just pretty stock sideboard um that you would expect if you keep up with amulet titan um but i'll go ahead and go into my day one or my first the first match it was against uh hammer time i'm trying i, I think it was i believe it was black white hammer if for those who like the scoreboard or whatever i <laughs> like uh, the scoreboard i don't know I, well it was it, it wasn't blue white i i know that um but i beat him in two games and this and i'll go over the the, the grv and i felt kind of bad like uh, i was telling cole earlier like i i was so tired this whole day and but the deck was it played way better than i did like it, it bailed me out a few times during some some mistakes and just saved me and so Anyway, I'm going to go to the to my... Uh, so, I win game one just with, like, Dryad-Titan combo. Pretty easily. In the second game, I have Titan, and uh, I attack with Titan. He has a... I want to say it was a Stoneforge Mystic that is suited up with a hammer. And, you know, I'm attacking into it with an 8-6 Titan. My, the lands I get from Titan are Bounce Land Besaju. And I'm just like, so I had Besaju just face up, like, all right. And he goes to blocks, like, oh, I was like, I wasn't expecting this. I will kill your hammer. And uh, then he like kills it, combat, we do damage, stuff like that. And he uh, during his, and then he goes to his turn, draws a card, and uh, makes a card struck or whatever. And then I'm like, oh wait, we didn't do the Besaju. That's that was a GRV on my, that I got because I didn't announce that you get a basic land type. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yours was so, yours was not nearly. No, it wasn't that bad. Uh, I mean, GRV. I wasn't gonna fight over a GRV, and I was like, it's totally fair uh, because I it, I think it is on me to announce that you get the basic. Yeah, you, you have to tell them they they get. And I was like, you should have gotten one. I was like, my bad. We need to call, uh, but we both agree we need to call judge. So yeah, as long, I mean, at least it wasn't like a. Right. So. We, the judge comes over is like, what's happened, blah, blah. We tell him the story, and he's like, all right, we're going to literally, like, step-by-step step rewind back to this part of the of the, of, the, of that. So he puts his card back, reshuffles, um, because he, it was going to be reshuffled anyway. We go back to my my end up, like, my damage step or whatever step and to that. Uh, then he gets his basic. The judge walks away. And I feel, I feel kind of dirty about this, but it wasn't. It wasn't illegal, so I don't. I'm not gonna feel that that illegal. Uh, I go. And I'm like, I still had, I had two dryads. So I was like, oh, I still have two land drops. So I play bounce land, pick up radiant fountain, play radiant fountain, gain two life. And it turns out that was a pretty relevant play. <laughs> <laughs> and opponent is kind of like, like it's upset, and I think I overhear him. Uh, that he would have won if we just both missed the Besaju thing. Like he must have just had lethal on the crackback, and I, I felt I felt bad, but I was like, look, I'm, 
like you could like to me i'm like you could think of it as like a scummy move or whatever but it wasn't illegal so that's why i felt okay to do it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh no and it, like so anyway that's uh, like that's that's all i'm gonna say about it but i beat him uh two nothing uh my next round let me i had the tournament report pulled up the next round was against esper control and this was a pretty uh pretty this was a pretty interesting uh round he um so i'm playing against esper control uh he's he's uh plays jace and has like a few mana up at end step i make a construct and then and i already have like an amulet in play i make a construct untap draw my card and then i look and i'm like okay i'm just gonna make another contract i have like a lot of mana or whatever because we're kind of a little bit farther along in this game so i'm like i definitely have enough for to make a contract so i do and then i'm looking and i'm like i just have lethal so i like have i have vestige in hand that i've been sandbagging or haven't had a good chance to deploy red man and slayer stronghold so i'm like all right play crop vestige out of white tap valica out of red give this new construct plus two plus oh haste he has that nine life i swing for four and six so i just deal 10 damage i'm just like going through like all right attack he's like okay yeah you got it and i was like oh good thank god because like i just want to close those games yeah you uh, don't want no you definitely don't want him to go long right he already had jason play i'm like look i don't i need to win or whatever and it's so nice to have urza saga to make constructs uh game two he basically the whole game he's like um I think he won um, March of the Otherworldly Gazes by land. He counters like Valica or uh, Amulet. I think he even countered a Dryad and then landed a Five Fairy. And after like two or three pluses, I'm like, I'm going to let's move on because I'm kind of a slow player. Time was kind of, it wasn't too dicey, but I'm like, look, we're, we're just going to move on. And yeah, let's just, let's just go. Let's just go to the next game. Right, like I, I felt like I was like very low percentage, but I'm like, look, I don't want to, I don't want to draw. Like, if I have a chance to win, I don't want to find out. Like, I want to just clean. Yeah, no, it's the, it's never, play. it's also just never, it's just never good. <laughs> no, and I like, you know, I, I kind of have like, I feel like I'm a slow player. And I was like, look, I, I, I don't think I can get out of this. He has five. He's he's upticking to fairy. He's he's gonna have answers. And I, I think I, I, I was right to just pack it in there. Yeah, no, I, uh, I agree. Yeah. Um, maybe it had something going on, but I had nothing. So, game three, and, and he's Esper Control, so I've seen, like... Uh, oh, he also Esper Charmed my uh, my Saga. I was like, it's kind of ah. interesting. I was like, all right. It's fine. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's fine. Like, I don't think... What is this card from off. X amount of years ago? <laughs> right? I was like, it's hidden text on the card. Um, anyway, so we go, like... I play a few cards or whatever. Uh, he's sp- I have just a bounce land and amulet in play. And he's spreading seeds to the bounce land, and I was like, I- <laughs> and I like okay, and I play my own bounce land, pick it up, and play dry it and land. He draws a card and he like he tanks for a little bit, like he casts Archmage's Charm to divinate on his turn, like plays a land divinates plays another land pass i'm like and i and i don't catch that it was two lands but i'm like do you have an extra land drop and so i'm like i need a. I was like i, I might be wrong but let's let's have a judge kind of uh dig this one out because i don't think he, like, Wait, were you like playing you the just, mirror is what you're saying or no i'm playing esper control 
Oh, and he tried to play another land? Yeah, he played a second land, and I was like, I don't think he had a land drop, but let's call it, like, I was just like, I'm, I was unsure. I was like, I want to call a judge. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the judge, they do, they do their calculator, like, all right, you kept seven, you kept six, like, counted cards and, like, you know, did everything they did. And they, and I was like, I, you may be, you may have that land drop. I was like, I wasn't keeping track or whatever. And the judge said, no, based on uh, the turns and the cards, like, drawn or whatever, like, and me be on the play, he can only have up to four lands. So. Oh, wild. So he had EE on one, and he was like, he, and he had Counterspell in hand. Yeah, I thought it was kind of perplexing to even just do the Archmage's Charm main phase as a sorcery, but he did. Yeah. And so he was. Like holding up EE X equals one, which is kind of a kind of a weird, but you know, whatever. Yeah, and, whatever. And I did I didn't have a cavern protection, so but he was like, all right, do you have it? I, I, oh, he wasn't upset, but he was like, all right, well, uh, I I'll pass. Do you have it? I was like, well, let me um, I was like, let me let me go through it because I don't know. Like I didn't want him to just like get me with uh, with um, solitude or whatever, and just like try to bait me into it. Yeah. So I'm like, I have good cards. I was like, do you want to concede if I have good cards, or whatever? Do you want to concede? <laughs> but I was like, I was like, all right, well, I'll play Dryad, play Titan, and then attack and just like, you know, do do the combo or whatever. He's like, yep, yeah, you got it. I was like, thank God because I, I just want to get out of this round. <laughs> yeah, but he was like a fine opponent. I was like, I just, I, mean, I want to, I want the win, and I just didn't want him to like be like playing me or whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think so. I mean I do I do too. Um, but I just wasn't sure. So uh, I'll go over. To, so I'll do two more rounds and then uh, we'll go over your your day two if that sounds good. Yeah, that, that's perfect. Okay, so round three I play against Josh Miller. Uh, he's a good guy. Like he's a he's a pretty pretty shy uh, guy. Um, that we had a moment uh, where he, like he's I, I I was shuffling my deck and I present he shuffles back. We kind of bump heads. Oh sorry or whatever. <laughs> I tell him, like, dude, we're both awkward dudes. It's fine, man. <laughs> to, to get a good chuckle out of him. Um, he's So I find out pretty quickly he's on uh, Bring to Light Scape Shift because he, like, played Grazer on one. And I was like, oh, Mirror. And then, like, later he plays a second fetch. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> second fetch? What the hell? <laughs> right. It's like, no, I I read this Bible. We only play one. <laughs> or I read this Bible. <laughs> uh I know damn well what we're doing. <laughs> right, yeah. And lands 427 in the scripture. It's like, <laughs> Who <laughs> <But> are you? <laughs> right. Like, what is this? Heatheness. Um, but then he plays, like, uh, Temple Guard. And I was like, oh, okay, you're on. And I was like, oh, he's on Scape Shift. And I'm like, I this should be a buy. And it and it was. He does uh, Game 2 Valky's uh, My Titan. Gets some Valica. So I was like, oh, boy. But he has like uh, he doesn't have like the mountains to deal to deal enough damage, and I just I just win. And he he knew like we both knew it was like this must be a really horrible matchup. He's like two turns slower than me on average or whatever, and can't interact with me. So, uh, that's a good oh, game. Oh, and the amulet titan player gets to do like sixty things. <laughs> right. Sure. Um. But now we're going to someone. I didn't know his name during this, but and Cole, you told me it. I was playing against a guy named uh, Kale Clay, I think. I don't know uh, his he, last name, but yeah. Uh, Kale something. So if you're listening, Kale, sorry that it took me a week and a half after to know your name. Um, but he's. But we. 
uh, we were, he, he's always been friendly with us. I think he said, told us before that he was joking, like he was playing Gigantha Shadow. And we get paired up. I was like, oh, God. Because as you. So I will say to you, by the way, that he did tell me prior that he was changing to Gigantha Shadow. He played day one and oh, did, did poorly okay. with Burn and then was like, I'm going to go get the guy that day two with Gigantha Shadow. I'm going to go get his list. I'm going to build the deck. Okay. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I knew he was on Shadow, and then he revealed Gigantha. And no joke, when I saw this the list from... It was Canister who p- pitched this list first. It was basically the same 75, but instead of Gigantha... Or instead of Luris, it was Gigantha. I was literally laughing out loud, because I thought it was just like a meme. And then... Uh, apparently, I was just a little wrong. Don't let your memes become dreams. Yeah, okay, yeah. But anyway, uh, but 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 to the match, I was like very nervous about it because this was one where I'm just like, I wanted to play Shadow in this event pre Luris band because uh, I thought it was such a good deck, and I was and 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 that's why I didn't want to play Titan because like Death Shadow is just so good. Grixis Death Shadow is just it just shits on Titan, and it just is a good deck and the best deck at the time. So I was gonna probably just like play tight, play a uh, sh- shadow before the ban. I was like, okay, well now I'm definitely playing tight. Anyway, so by no heads up, Grix's shadow is terrifying. Uh, so anyway, I like the, I just kind of have uh, <laughs> the Dryad Titan, the the Splitter Twin combo, and just like kill him with uh, I basically I chump attack with the Titan to get the lands post combat cast Dryad play land and that's just enough to to do the final damage to be him the first game what's interesting about this was kind of the old sideboard plan i just i went with it and this is kind of friends and uh houses kind of sideboard plan i don't think punts is a believer in in this uh the all titan players all all recognized titan players but they say cut sagas cut amulets and cut the map so it's like we're and just play mono green mid-range basically so that means the ease the endurances relics the frog cavern uh bajuka bog they're they're in like that's that's what we're doing i bring in my whole 15 it's uh i think it was just nine and i forgot that cultivator colossus is complete dog shit and i didn't cut those but that's like it's it was I, I may have, like, looking back, maybe I'll leave in two sagas or something and just, like, cut the uh, cultivators because against Stress Down, that card's, like, lines up very bad. Does it so just it, die? Yeah, just it's it's literally counter-draw, basically. <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't matter. Like, cavern protection doesn't matter when it enters as a zero. That's zero amazing that it literally just dies. <laughs> yeah, it just dies. So I forgot to cut it, and he I didn't see a Dress Down in either of these games. So, but I know I looked at his list just earlier, and I was, he was playing two, and then the third in the board. So I was just lucky to dodge that the whole game. Um, but it, like as we were kind of just playing this kind of weird mid-range uh, mirror, like endurance kills a Darcy, and you know that's the interaction that you know that's just so sweet to to pull that off. And uh, eventually, uh, I have Titan, and he actually has Gigantha in play, so he. Played this eight mana play, uh, creature, and he he makes a, a bit of a mistake because he has Gigantha. I'm not. We're both kind of like at a stalemate because I'm like I want to get Dryad and 
win and kind of win that way because with Deathshot combat math gets super weird. So I I was like I did not want to get in the red zone unless I had to win. Yeah. Eventually, eventually I just have Titan and Dryad and I'm able to just Valka him to death. He actually had Gigantha and his top deck was Bobble. So he's like, all right, I need to play the Bobble. And we both missed like Gigantha and tap for for the mana. Yeah, this was and, a crazy part because the guy sitting next to him. I mean, obviously not you know cheating. No, uh, right. He kind of he kind of like looks, and I kind of see it too. Now, to be fair, I definitely did not notice that. But they kind of like look at each other, and he's he's kind of like, I don't know why you didn't do that. Right. That's in that tone too. Because <laughs> yeah, I was pretty. Yeah, because I attacked with Titan. Like the, the trigger resolves. Like so, he had uh the drown in the lock, and I had a a board. So it, during actually during his upkeep, I was he saw my top card. I was like, all right, in my upkeep, I'm gonna pack because I was like, I just want a fresh card that you don't know about, I guess. And I was also thinking about drown the lock too if he top decks it, or um actually it was kind of weird that I did that. But I was like, I I'm just gonna pack. I know I'm gonna pack it anyway on my turn because I have a I have a pretty good opening. Uh, doesn't matter. Anyway, I can't attack with Titan and Dryad comes in and just, I win the same way. And he had drowned the lock and he could tap Gigantha for the blue black mana to, to do that. So it kind of a pun on his end, but, um, but it went for me. So, um, let's, let's go to your, uh, so let's, let's, let's finish out your day two. We're at my round five, but let's, let's go ahead and. Let me have you take take your the rest of your day two, or I guess your entire day two. Yeah, because day two was what six rounds. It was five rounds, cut to top eight. Yeah, so round one I played against Green White Heliod, and yeah. I thought that matchup was gonna be terrible. Like I was like, man, this matchup's gonna suck. Like there's no way. Um, to my surprise, though, that matchup went pretty well. Yeah. Um I basically have patched him game one and game two. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so like Where have <laughs> I heard this story before? <laughs> yeah, so you know. Um so yeah, I did that. That was pretty pretty neat, not gonna lie. Yep. Um yeah, and then he just couldn't win. I kept his board down, like he just didn't get to play the game. Um it was, it was just pretty impressive overall with how how it performed. Yeah. And then game three, or we didn't go to game three. And then round two was my first loss. It was against uh, Creativity. Or no, day one my loss was to Creativity. <laughs> okay. That's what it was. I asked you that earlier. You said it was Yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't know why I thought that was day two. No, yeah, day one my loss was to Creativity. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so I lost to Creativity day one. Um, and then day two, my second round was against Omnath. Okay. That was my other loss. Gotcha. So, yeah, that happened. And then, yeah, and then and then my round three, day two. So I lost, I got crushed. If I mention Omnath, I'm losing, by the way, gang. <laughs> okay. If the words Omnath leave my mouth, it, it means I lost. Gotcha, okay. Um... Yeah, lost to Omnath. I think you play it back-to-back, right? What, Omnath? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It might have been. No, because I was on stream. I thought that was the second game, but I, I I, mean, you would know more than I would, so I don't know. Let's see. 
Yeah, because I think I played something else between and like I, I won. Because in my round four, no, 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 it was round three. I was on stream. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I won my round four against. Uh, right, you 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 started pretty hot. Like you beat Heliod, and then you you. Like, I you lost to Omnath, and then I beat. I lost to Omnath again. Neat. Yeah, Omnath is rough for uh, for Heliod gang. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It's just to let y'all know. It's not not fair. Not fun. Um. Yeah. Then my round four. I don't remember what it was, but I remember I won. Uh. Oh, it was it was Titan. Yeah, it was against uh, it was Connor Cole piloting Titan. Yeah. And that was uh, how did you win again? A Patra won game one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like. Just... Hepatra ran away with game one. It was pretty right. impressive. I, I think you owe some of your winnings to Hepatra. I, I literally, think. if I could pay her, I would. <laughs> like, she, yeah, no, I'm genuine. Yeah, no, I, I, I know that's your stance. I, I'm with you, man. I, yeah. Easily the reason that I uh, won most of those games. <laughs> right. She's so good. Right. Bless up, everybody. That card's insane. <laughs> I could could not give any of my winnings except for that that card it was it was crazy right. yeah um and then yeah and then i lost to uh living end that was your that was the last match of the day yeah okay yeah because that yeah because then i um uh, i uh he just he just got me he just living ended me real good yeah yeah it was rough. I didn't get the grist on grist combo going. <laughs> right. The classic combo. The cl- yeah, I didn't get it going. Okay. It was really sad. I needed it when I needed it most. Right. Is that that landed you twenty you said twenty fourth? Twenty fourth overall, yeah. So it was a good, it was a really good weekend. I was a little frustrated because my last round um to me, my last round felt like I could have won and then I kinda just let it go. Yeah. But looking back, I, you know, I'm I'm definitely not upset about it now. I'm like, wow, I I did way better than I thought I was going to do after not playing months of Magic the Gathering. Right. Um definitely excited for the SCG coming up. We're going to talk about that obviously. Right. Um You know, SCG Dallas, uh super excited. Me too. But yeah, that would uh, that that was it for my days. I then immediately left and went and got uh, whoever has the meats, Arby's. Went and got Arby's. <laughs> and, and you know, this was like for like our group, our friend group. It was largely a great weekend for us. Like, yeah, honestly, you... we all three of us day two, which was incredible. Right. Like, unfortunately for Rios, he he was able to. He's kind of a, a goofball sometimes when it comes to building decks. Um, so he he played a mono green Eldrazi in the main event. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Funny enough, I was uh. So obviously you were messaging me on Discord. I messaged. I have another chat with uh, Rios and Drew. Uh, and they were kind of keep. They were also like kind of giving me updates. I was like, hey, give me the link so I can at least like see pairings and maybe get an idea of like. Like maybe like I was kind of with the expectation like besides like Cole and and you know Jacob Drew whoever I was like I wanted to just kind of keep tabs on everyone like like Bar- Will Barlin he's a he's also a local guy you know I was kind of wanted to see how he was doing and just like everyone else I was like I just want to 
get tabs on everyone if I have it. And I was like lucky enough to do that. Like the first pairing I see is uh, Rios and Drew. <laughs> and later I was like, y'all got paired against each other? Um, I thought that was really funny. Um, anyway. But yeah, it was it was a great weekend for for our crew. Oh yeah, it was it was amazing. I'm I'm very happy with how it went. Yeah. Um Definitely definitely a uh, crazy weekend overall. But now let's let's continue with my story. Oh yeah, we got to hear about how how Brent's other story went. <laughs> so, uh so my fifth round. So uh, this is right after I beat Death Shadow. And uh, I play against a guy who's on. Well, so it takes 18 minutes for us to play our match because we get the random deck check. And I was so like out of it. I probably looked like I was blazed, but I was just like tired. And like you know, the only thing that was feeling me was Dr Pepper and M and M's like for the whole day. And like when we get our deck back, it's like or 20 minutes in the round. And I'm like, I think I won. I won the die roll, right? He's like. Yeah, 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 you did. So it took. It was just kind of funny. It was like that long. Uh, what's nice about it, it is so my opponent's on Living End, um, and what's great is when they grief you and you only have two Titans in hand. That's a pretty good feeling. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I know how to play the game. I'm pretty smart. Uh, so he, he, he like he reads me like a book apparently because I'm like I, I have the saga trigger. I'm like, all right, I'm going to pick up my deck. And he's like, uh, response. And he, like, living ends. Because I'm going for my one relic. I'm like, yeah, this is why we're this is why we're here. We get, we get a good old <laughs> relic. But he, like, big brains it. And it's like, no, I, I need to do it now. And, and and I was like, okay. But I look at my draw step. I'm like, oh, relic's pretty good. Or, uh, like, amulet's not bad. So he gets, so obviously I get the titan trigger. And this is in response to the, the tutor trigger. And I did think, like, this doesn't really come up too much since we play a Grazer instead of a uh, Secure Tribe Scout. Uh, but the Battle Flight, or the, the Saga Trigger is on stack, and I have a Titan that's coming into play. I did think about just, like, getting a Bounce Land, picking up the Saga, and still getting the Tutor Trigger. It just wasn't, it, like, it wasn't worth it, though, in that spot. But I was like, I'm, I could just, like, do this right now. <laughs> I, anyway. could just, I could just do this. Right. Anyway, it doesn't, I was like, no, I, I was like, I have... I drew a uh, dryad, so I was like, "Look, I have a, I have a, a lightning bolt for free on this turn." So, so I, I put the titan down. Uh, I get no uh, bounce side triggers or no bounce triggers because that tutor triggers on the stack. So I just pick up the amulet because he has his cards are on the table. So he has like his his grief again. Or did he grief me? I, he, maybe I don't know. I think he griefs me, but he has to take a. Uh, the other titan something i don't know doesn't matter uh, it, really and then um i i still get my dryad which becomes a lightning bolt on his uh on the grief so he only has 18 power and he attacks me with like third like he leaves back a single blocker and i'm just like he's he's dead <laughs> because <laughs> I, I have i have dryad titan untapped and i saw valakuts like i i don't even have to result get to the, the the deal damage part it's like the the valakids will do it anyway so i went game one and game two i cast the titan and then uh we're kind of playing a slower game i cast the titan um after he 
I'm trying to. I, I don't have good notes on this one. I I, I cast Titan and I'm like, all right, response. I'll cast Summoner's Pact. I was like, I'm, I want to draw a Titan right now, and then uh, and, and I have I have the whole time I have a grief in hand or um not grief endurance. So I'm 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 like just keenly alert of like what's happening. And I'm like, all right, packed for Titan, get Titan so I can have my Titan in hand. Or I have Azusa, like a million, like so, and a bounce so I just made us not a problem. And I just want to get put Titan on top of my deck, and then he's like, all right, I'll just scoop. It's like, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like we we just yeah, because I was just gonna, I could have either cast Titan again, which get, to get Bog, and that's kind of a kind of a win right there. Um, it's hard to come back from that. And I'm still holding up endurance this whole time too, so he he had no window for the most part. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, beat him, and so I'm five and zero, oh, and I go against uh, David Pierce. He's uh, for those who don't know him or don't know his deck selection, he just plays Living In. Like he played it before before it got really good with uh, Charlotte's Agent. Like that was has been his deck this whole time for the most part. So I know he's on this deck, and. The the kind of the, the talk in the street is XO and two is gonna be a good enough for top eight. So, so there's eight rounds and we're in round six. So he's he looks at me. He's like, "Do you want to just draw?" And I tell him, "No, I want to play uh, because I think like without the relic, I'd still an okay matchup. And with the relic, I think it's actually pretty good for me in the th- playing against him heads up. So I'm like, "No, I think I want to play this one." Uh, anyway, so he beats me round one. The relic didn't help, <laughs> but uh, he basically makes an attack, and I like make like appropriate blocks. But he has the violent outburst to just win with like like that extra damage from violent outburst during his attack step kills me. So uh, so I have to win two in a row. Uh, but I luckily I'm able to. He found like game two. He foundation breakers my map, thinking it's an amulet, well, and I just go, I will respond by blowing it up myself and get a bajuka bog. <laughs> and he's like, Oh no! So uh, on my turn, I just play bog, and I think I have a it later. It's just like he can't do anything. Uh, and then game three, he casts a grief. You know, somewhere in the in the middle of the game, he takes endurance, which I have uh, like. Uh, dryad and Titan, but he takes my endurance. I draw for my turn, and it's another endurance. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. So later, I just endurance him, put it like undo all of his uh, cycling work, and eventually, I just have a chance to just win the game. So pretty, pretty good, pretty good round. Uh, beat Liv- beat David Pierce. So he's he was a like you know he's a good player, and yes, he, really he is good. a good player. Yeah, not and I was just really glad to take that one down, and basically. I'm six and zero. I'm like, I should be able to just double draw in at this point. So I'm almost right. I can double draw in, but the problem is I get the pair down. <laughs> so I'm playing against someone who is. Uh, I look at and see they're at 16 match points, so they're five zero and one, and he cannot triple draw in, of course. So, so I <laughs> I do ask him anyway. Like, do you want to draw? <laughs> and he's like, no. <laughs> I, was, I was like good good shit let's play <laughs> or whatever damn it it's like i he he, he, he saw the line <laughs> he should not draw i was like all right well let's play and it's such a weird game so we're playing in the mirror match he's on amulet titan and we've cast like 
we besage each other, we cast titans, but we like we don't have amulets, so it's just like we're getting more lands. Eventually, I'm the one who can just play titan, dryad, and win on the spot with a Valakut. So I, I'm a game up. It was kind of a weird game. Uh, so I ask him, like, do you, do you want to draw now? Because my thought is, he has to beat me twice, and then he has to, then he'll be X on one. He could draw, so he he could beat me in two game post board games, and then he could probably draw in. If he loses, he's in some shit for the most part. So my thought to him, what what to for for in respect to him, he needs to he could take a draw with me and just get a clean win in in the last round. Versus if he loses to me, he can win at X1 and 1 and pray that his breakers are good enough. And there was only one player at X1 and 1 who made it. So it would it, it would be dicey, and I don't think he would have... I think he would have made like ninth or 10th in the in the Mikey uh, bracket of the tournament. So he, he kind of like looks and like, yeah, I need a draw. And I, 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 I think I agree with him, and I obviously wanted it. I think it was like mutually beneficial for us to take the draw in that spot. So, um, thank God, I, because of that, I was able to top eight or um, make top eight at the sixth seed with going XO and two. There was five people who went seven and one, uh, or four people. Yeah. So the the guy I played or the guy in my my route eight uh, ID draw opponent was also on Titan and he was XO and two. So he was number one seed. And then there was like four people between us. I was the number six seed. Huh. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't think there'd be so many, but there were quite a bit. Um, it, it doesn't matter to me. I'm like, I don't, I don't care about seeding. I want to just like X one and one was like still not even a great record. So uh, I, so we go into uh, top eight. And it's a it's a really fun group, honestly. Like they at this point we're kind of late in the day, and and the judges they, we could kind of tell they're like, all right, you sit here, you sit here, you sit here, and kind of get going. I was like, I and we someone asked, can we take? Do we need? Don't we need to take a picture? And they're like, no. I was like, <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I was like, I'd like to take a picture. Uh, and then I could tell the group it's like, look, we we made top A in a five k tournament, like we want to take a picture like, and we were all like pretty friendly and stuff like that. And so like, they, they don't, they're like, all right, fine. And we, I, someone gives me the picture and I share it and like everyone gets access to the picture and stuff like that. And we're, and we're all a good group. My first opponent's Nick Tariff. Nick Tardif. You played Tardif. Yeah. I love Tardif. that man. Yeah. He, so Tardif, if, for those who may remember that he took down Cole of the, the Louisiana. Gamers XP, Louisiana event. And we had some of the most fun magic we always it was, do. It was really fun. Yeah, he uh, he was the guy who was playing uh, Rhinos and narrowly took down Cole. Cole just had the the ugliest top decks. And Good old Yawgmoth doing its thing, you know? <laughs> right. How often can you drop lands? R- right, yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. But I, I kind of feel like I kind of keep in touch with those guys and I'm like ninety some percent sure that he's playing burn. I actually don't know like hardly anyone that like what I know a few people and what decks they're playing, but I didn't. I wasn't hundred percent for him, but I was like, I think he's on burn. And sure enough, he like shoots, hits me with a goblin guide, and I was like, okay, great. This is like the best matchup. 
Um, nothing too interesting. Game two, uh, I was able to... He, he like, plays... I'm a little slower on game two. I, ha I keep a double amulet hand, so I'm like, all right, just bounce land and I win, basically. He, uh... He, so, in game two, I beat him cleanly game one. And Froggy Myth came into play, sort of, in this game. <laughs> sort um, of. I mean, not really. Uh, so I, I like, eventually I draw a third amulet. I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> I get. It. And he, uh, he plays like go Goblin Guide, uh, Tennis Whisper, and is attacking me. He plays Rolling Vortex, and passes no mana up. I was like, oh, so we're done here. <laughs> and uh, I have Azusa into Cultivator Colossus, and there's a picture of me. Like kind of mid resolving the cultivator colossus trigger, and I'm just, I think I add, I probably make forty mana. I stop, I kind of just stopped counting. I was like, I, I was like, it's too hard to count. I, I have infinite mana, but there was like obviously I'm kind of keeping track. I was like, I have enough to cast two titans and a frog hemoth, and that's why I show him. <laughs> it's like, hey, I have these cards. Do are we done? Basically, <laughs> and. And uh, I win. So yeah, Frog Hemoth. It was a bit key key part in winning the burn matchup. Um, Does it not, gain you life? Uh, it gains a life f for each. I don't. Should I know what this card does? I don't know. <laughs> I dude. I've never. I. It's been in my deck a few times. Uh, so it's a four four for each. Damage it does, you add a counter for each creature card, or one life for each non-creature card. So I probably would gain two or three life from Froghemoth at this point. But yeah, it gains life on each uh, non-creature card's exile. Uh, anyway, do doesn't matter. So I beat him pretty cleanly. He's he's a good sport about it. He's you know he's a he's a fun guy. Um, I think I joke. We were talking about Mikey. Mikey was doing pretty well, and then he kind of fizzled at the end. And I jokingly told Nick, I was like, you know, I like Mikey around. He's like, he's like my favorite punching bag. So, um, Mikey's yeah, good people. Mikey, Mikey, he's a he's a doofus, and yeah, I love him. He's a he's great. All uh, all of the game armory guys are really fun to be around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're great. All the, all the guys. And I was talking to them. They were asking me about like fixing the burn matchup. I was like, yeah, uh, just just lose. Just forget it. Fuck it. You lose. Just move on. It's not worth bidding over backwards to help that. Yeah. It just one. It just one of those matchups where you just can't fix it. No, like, you rather beat the rest of the field and just say, hey, I lose to. Right. To Titan or. Whatever. Right. You have you have your uh, sh the uh, smash of smithereens card. You have Path to Exile, Deflecting Palm. Like, you have those cards. Bring them in, expect to lose anyway, and move on with life. You know? Just, yeah, that's... like, it, it really requires them to really stumble for, for you to... Right. It, you know what's funny? I was, like, looking at... Like, Nick said he was, like, 5-5 five and five versus Titan. I was like, I don't know how you have such good results. Well, so, like, against uh, against Connor, he I told him, I was like, I don't know how, like, I'm, like, I'm super low. And he was like, I don't know how are you... I, like Yawgmoth beats Titan, I was like, "Do Al? <laughs> no, Al. Nah, that's not my. That's not. It's it, Yawg has beaten me before. Jet beat me. Uh, oh, Ash Yawg beat me uh, <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when we played last time. And uh, I think that's that's why Modi yeah. says Ash Yawg's the the truth right now. It's. I mean, it's a good card. Like, I think he's right. 
Um, so I'll go over to the, the, my last. So obviously, you, know, you guys know I top forward. So my next round was the only one I lost against Blue White Hammer. Uh, their so this, their name is Princess. It, it was, <laughs> but I was. Oh, you, oh yeah, you lost a princess. Yeah, that's. I, I lost a princess. Uh, just great, great person. And I at the end of it when they were, Princess was up against that the other Titan player in the top eight. And I didn't stick around, but I like kind of shook both their hands at the end. I was like, "Hey, good luck, guys. I, I'm I'm about to die. I want food." And so I moved on uh, at that point. But anyway, the the only thing I want to bring up is the game three against uh, Hammer. So I made a pretty this I made a misplay that probably cost me the finals. And it's you know that it kind of sucks, but I want to I definitely want to bring it up. So I keep. I keep a five. I, I'm on the draw. I keep a five card hand against Princess on seven cards. So I'm already like feeling pretty great. Uh, they play a card. They play uh, Land Cigar's Aid Pass. I'm like, okay. I play Amu- Amulet. No, I I did not find an amulet. In this game. It, it must have been Grazer or nothing, or like you know Tapland or something. Pass. They play saga stoneforge pass and i didn't realize i mean I, it, again i'm gonna make the excuse that i was just like exhausted um but it's kind of like i'm glad it happened so i probably won't miss it next time but i had force of vigor in hand so the optimal play there and you probably already know this you know listener but respond to the urza saga trigger on the stack i should force a vigor pitch whatever card i have some card i could pitch Kill the Urza Saga, kill the Cigar Aid, and I'm just way ahead. That, that's just a great exchange for me. It's a Stone Rain. It's get rid of their key enchantment. I just wish I could have done that. I just My brain was off. Like, I just missed it. Uh, you know, I could blame it on, you know, exhaustion or whatever. It's like, it's something that I should, I should catch, you know. But at least I caught it here, and maybe I won't m- make it next time. But I do think, like, this cost me hundreds of dollars by, by not doing that. But um, I I digress. It's time to move on. Um, (laughs) At the time, I didn't even catch it. It wasn't until I was talking to Rios later. It's like, yeah, you could have done that. I was like, what? Oh, yeah, I could have. Like, basically that. Um, It's a wild game. Like, we're, like, they have, so, so fortunate gets Cauldra, like I said before. So Cauldra's, like, beating me in the the face with being a 5-5 creature. I I have my, I have no, uh, no haste or no amulet, so I can't haste Titan. But I have I'm able to cast Titan after Cauldra puts me like ten. After like play Radiant Fountain and then I Vesuva Radiant Fountain, I pick up Radiant Fountain just to gain enough life to keep going basically. And we get to kind of a point in the game. I'm at one life from after after Princess attacks me. They have uh, Stoneforge Mystic, Cauldra. Uh, Paladin, and then a newly cast Ginger Brute. And I have Titan on my end. No no amulet, but I have, like, a lot of lands. And I go, okay. So I'm like, I'm not... I can't, I can't leave the Titan forward, but I know... So my hand... I draw a card. I have... I have Valka in hand. I draw a card. It's a basic forest. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, all right, I know what I have to do. So I attack with my Titan... And I'm like, I have one Talaria West left. So I 
I get Simic Girl Chamber, T West, pick up T West or whatever. Uh, deal the the damage, and then during my second second combat or pre second main phase, I transmute into Summoner's Pact to get Cultivator Colossus. And as you guys may know, like Cultivator Colossus, the the TLDR of Cultivator Colossus is it turns your lands in your hand into spells. You know, just the TLDR of that. So I look and say, all right, so I can cultivate if it translates into. I only have the one Valica. Princess is about at about I want to say maybe eleven life or something like that. So I need to run. I need to run pretty hot here with this with the cultivator trigger because I had two two redraws basically. I know it needs to be. The, I'll have a single Valica. A Dryad will get me some more land drops. With Valakut will be, you know, that's some damage. I'll probably need, and Vesuvas are on the table, so I could probably bounce Vesuva and make that another Valakut. So I need, like, a, a string of really good cards. I need my top of the deck to be, like, top, there's, like, a maybe, like, 3% chance of winning, I think. I, whatever the math is, I don't know. I need pretty good cards, though. <laughs> uh, like, even Dismember with Dryad, I can, you know, I theoretically should have enough mana where I can cast it for zero, kill Cauldra. Or, you know, even like Radio Found. There's like a few, there's quite a few strings of cards. Because I'm at one life again, so, you know, this Gingerbread's the biggest problem on the table, too. So, anyway, so I cast Cultivator Colossus. I'm like, alright, so that's a blocker, it's a big chonky boy. Let's, and then I draw my first card, and it is Dryad of the Elysian Grove. And, and I'm like, okay, that's my first spell, I still have a land in play. It's a pretty good start. I definitely need Dryad to win this game. So I'm like, I'm happy that I drew it. So... I play the next card, so I so I complete continue the cultivator trigger, put the forest in play, draw a card. It's another dryad, so I just <laughs> I lose on the spot. It was kind of I was kind of asking for a miracle. I didn't get it, um, but it all it you know it's all good, and you know like it was a fun game. Yeah. Yeah, I think even like I was joking around with princess a lot. I, someone who I've never met before this before this event. And like I think I said like something of like man, you sound like, or like I made a joke about like Lisa's moron doesn't ha- have like tokens of themselves. So I pull out the Brent token, <laughs> <laughs> so, something like that. It was all good fun, and, and uh, I think I called called them an idiot once uh, in a joking manner. When I was like game two, I was like, yeah, you're <laughs> you're playing looks pretty pretty stupid, you idiot, or something like that. Yeah, they're they're it good was, fun. Yeah, it was a lot of like obviously it was all in good fun, and uh, it was. Um, great that I played them, and then obviously later, uh, like I said, uh, Rios he said, "Why don't you just like uh, force vigor?" I was like, "Oh, because I'm a moron," and I hate. <laughs> that. But it's like it's kind of like that's the best way to learn is like get slapped in the face with a mistake because like uh, I don't think I brought it up on the podcast, but like I made a huge mistake against Connor Cole in the first day where I uh, got. I'll, I'll I'll go quickly over this. I, Saga goes off. I, I add mana. Saga trigger get the the amulet of vigor, and I have Titan mana. Uh, the only problem is I cast Summoner's Pack first, and I don't make mana with my Bounce Land. So in response to the Summoner's Pack, he just uh, smashes my amulet of vigor. So I kind of just lose on the spot. And I was just so frustrated. So like that that kind of mistake kind of that's that's one that's just not going to leave me. And that's kind of the 
the uh, the same thing with the Force of Vigor misplay as well. So I'm kind of in a sense, it's like I'm smarter and going to be more aware of it to, uh, because that's like a, a niche interaction, but it's one you should know. So, so I, I in a sense, I'm, I'm glad it happened, but anyway. I, but as as miserable as I was walking into that tournament, to leave in fourth place is awesome. And I got super lucky, and like I I I was, but at the same time, I was like, I wish like I could have played in that last round though. But yeah, but it was like still like this whole tournament like as far as like. I did like I did really well. You did really well. We had Drew and Jacob who did really well. Like it was like for Team Kickass, we did pretty good. Oh yeah, it was it was really impressive uh, how well we actually did. So yeah, it was I, one thing that kind of bummed me out last time, and it kind of happened this time too. Was you know the in August I was the only one who day two'd, and then uh, you Drew like all the other guys were in the five in the smaller tournament. Like we kind of switch roles. I was like, man, I kind of just want to be in the same bracket as you guys, or the same tournament with you, so we can like scout together, we can watch games, like, because we're kind of across the hall from each other, so it's like, yeah, I'd go, I'd go over to watch you, uh, but then like my round would start or whatever, so I had to go back, and then vice versa, like we we would watch each other when possible, but sometimes it just wasn't, and then you had to go in the back to the to the TV to the streaming room, and I was like, oh well. I mean, I got to see it on TV, which is really cool. Definitely a very cool experience. I was, I was very happy about it. Yeah, and we saw the the the, the Jacob token or the the backside of the token. Oh, I don't know yeah. if you did on, I don't know if you did it on purpose, but we saw like you know Jacob posing on the couch, the 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 uh, the sleeves for your um, I guess one of your tokens, and then also we had the insect token that Drew made. Drew is an awesome artist too. He made some he's he makes some really good tokens. And we got to see those insect tokens on 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 screen as well. Yeah, it was it was it was fun. The whole the whole tournament was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, very very happy about it. Honestly, I I'm very. I wish I did a little better, but honestly, it it was just super fun. Just just yeah, to be around everybody again too. And... Yeah. Yeah, I I'm the same way. I just like I wish I did I I did great. I wish I did just a little bit better. Um, but I'm not gonna be. I'm not I, like. Knowing how the day started to how it ended, I'm, that's I'll take that every day. Oh yeah. And then obviously uh, check out my tournament report too. It's it will be in the show notes this week. Uh, I wrote <laughs> kind of well. I guess if you listen to this, you kind of already got the gist of everything. But it's still I think it's a good read. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Anything I, I will highly recommend anything that Brent um, is writing is usually usually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, so let's let's go over. We don't have to go too deep on this, but I got the conversion rate of the so the event you played the the 10k. Uh, I suppose I sent you the the conversion rate. So each of the decks and how many what percentage of them converted, and it's kind of crazy these results. The um and I'll, as far as like the decks that have like a reasonable sample size because like. Like the best statistic was like four color animals, which was like two of three cop, two of three pilots made it. And that's not really a great sample size. Like they obviously that that's great for them, but as far as like that's not reasonable data. Um, like the the so the fir- the worst one, this one shocked me, Cole. Um, and I think it shocked you, and it shocks everyone I bring this up to. 
Like, Blue Eye Control was the worst converting deck by a shitload. It was insane how bad it did. It had 24 pilots in the room. Just one of them made it to the day two. Yeah, I kind of... I kind of told Brent afterwards, I was like, I could definitely see it, because there's just a better control deck in the format that you, you just want to be playing anyways. I mean, unfortunately, the price range of that better control deck is uh, astronomical, but, you know. <laughs> right. Well, but to me, it's, like, interesting where we see this data, but in other events, like, there, in my top eight, there was a blue-white control player, and uh, uh, one of my Wichita friends, uh, Garrick, he, he's, like, Mr. Control in Wichita. Um, that's where I, where I used to live. He he made a, he got eleventh place. He he was kind of playing. We, presumably he had to catch some good luck to to make top eight, and he didn't get that luck. He 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 stumbled into eleventh place, unfortunately for him. And is but it's kind of crazy how bad it did in day in like none of them made it to day two, and then we have like Waffle Tapa like winning challenges left and right. It's it's just like wild. So I guess like only play blue white if you're really good at it. Like huh. I guess that's the takeaway. And that's a, I, think, I mean I think that's a fair fair takeaway. Yeah. Uh, well, sure. I also think like, that I mean to be like I'll be 100% honest. I I also just think the deck is is not incredibly easy. Like I like, think yeah. like I think a lot of decks like in the control sense right now with the uh like the four color decks you can kind of just oops i did it kind of thing sure like you'd be like oops i i randomly just you know won the game right yeah omnath cost zero mana um with the fetch land and like you just have these great cards they have ren so you just hit your land drops to fairy you just like have all the pieces yeah like i don't know i i think the um I just think out of out of most of the control decks right now i think blue eye is probably like one of the harder ones i also feel like the deck Morphous, like it, it changes meta wise, like to what you want, right? Like, you yeah. need to, like, you need to kind of know your meta and be like, all right, I, you know, want to have these cards in my meta, or like, right. I need these kind of hate pieces, you know, and stuff like that. So, I definitely think blue white leans more towards that than other control decks because, like I said, you can kind of like oops into a victory with some control decks right now. Sure. Or you could just be like, oh man, I kind of just randomly, uh, randomly drew into, uh, uh, like a, uh, Solitude or a Fury and, like, that won me the game. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I definitely think, uh, I definitely think that that, that kind of makes it, I mean, also Omneth can just run away with so many games right now. Right. Like, you could just be like, I'll gain, like, 27 life. And your opponent's like, I, I lose. <laughs> Weird. Right. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, like, I I think, like, Omnath, play a land, gain four. You just beat Burn, like, on the spot. Well, that's what Nick, so Nick was talking to me. They were streaming top eight. And he came and talked to me. He's like, hey, how'd you do in day two? And I was like, oh, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and he was talking to me. And he was like, yeah, I registered Burn. I think the deck's good. And I was like, I think it's good, too. And then I was like, you know, what are you... What do you do against Omnath? He's like, oh, we just lose. <laughs> he was like, we have skull cracks, but like most of the time we just lose. Hopefully we, you know, race them there. Right. And I'm like, you know, like that's, I mean, that's fair. Like Omnath's a beast. Yeah. 
Because then even if you skull crack, like they could just go like, all right, play my land, gain four. You skull crack in response to like, all right, cool. I'm not gonna fetch. Right. And then uh, your upkeep, uh, fetch, <laughs> go up four, and it's like, oh, okay, well. Yeah. Like Omnath is just so damn good. Yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. You just throw it away to those elementals too, like all of them. Oh yeah, all the good ones that you want, yeah. that you're playing, anyways. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, all of them are good. I think the blue one is probably the worst one. Right. And Omnath just does so much. Like that. Yeah. That was one regret this weekend. I definitely focused Omnath a little too much. I think. Yeah. I think in that matchup, like it's just hard because like Yawnmoth's game one or like game plan a lot of times is just beat up your opponent. And that card literally just says you can't do that anymore. Sure, yeah. It's like, oh, you know, you're, the best thing about your deck is that your creatures trade with idiot creatures really well and, like, come back. Uh, you have a 4-4. Four, four. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't really know what you want me to do about that. <laughs> right. So you have a big old 4-4 four, four that just, like, literally stops everything. Right. Like, there was one point I had two Iggy's, and I was, like, had a strangle root, and I was like, all right, go get him, buddy. Like, become a 4-3, and then he solituded it, and I was like, oh, okay. Right. It's, like, neat. What a good what a good fun magic. What's kind of weird is this data they have... Th there must be something off with it. I only see... There's two... There's two. They say two four-color elementals, one four-color Omnath control. Am I just missing something? I only... I don't... I'm looking for uh, four color like four color Omnath, but they only say one pilot made it, which we know that's not right because you lost you didn't lose to them twice. You lost to two unique people. Well, one I of them was one of them was Yorian, um, and the other wasn't. I don't know if that matters to their. Uh... Oh, there's four color blink. Okay, so that's, that's probably, probably it. it. Yeah, uh, I know that's like a variation of it. I, they're all the same flavor. They're, they're basically like, the same. Yeah. Yeah, like that's they're how basically. I treated them. Like they're, they're they're just the same flavor. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what it was. Yeah. So pretty. Yeah. They're that. So uh, going to other results, the to me the best decks that had like a reasonable sample size. Obviously, we t talked about blue white control. That is by far the the worst conversion. Uh, the best was like, I would say Jun Saga. That's enough. Like seven pe seven people played it day one uh two of them advance that's 29 percent conversion that's a that's kind of not a great sample size but i think it's good enough and then the, yeah but the best ones the best two decks are actually both of the cascade decks living in and, and footfalls they both had 28 and 27 percent uh five of 18 living in players 28 percent and four of 15 27 percent for those decks very good conversion on those cascade uh it's kind of weird that it's, it's. I think it's kind of funny. It's like these cards that fold to Chalice on zero, which is blue white. I think that's still blue white controls kind of its deck, and but they, but they just lost anyway. I don't know. It's kind of wild to me. Um, and then also your deck actually did pretty well. Three of the eleven pilots, uh, twenty-seven percent, also advanced. Yeah, I mean, like I, I definitely think Yogmoth was a very very good take that weekend. I. Would I would never change my mind, even if Luris wasn't banned. If you know, I had the choice, right? Um, I liked it a lot. It did. It overperformed a lot. Um, it was it was just really good, right? 
Um, outside of that, nothing really too relevant. Like t- to me, like uh, I do want to bring up Amulet Titan because that was uh, to me like I, obviously I played it because I thought only t- uh, yeah I'm gonna play it most of the time anyway. But it was kind of a a weekend that people thought it was gonna be really good. It had 15%, which is like basically half of the conversion rate of the the, the decks above it. Like, but they had 27 pilots and four of them made it to day two. So not like not terribly not that great, but um, I'm not surprised to see so many pilots. That was the number two, number three played deck in the room. Yeah. Like blue red Merktide was by a lot was the number one deck as far as like pilots day one, but they had a pretty co- poor conversion rate. Um, and burn also had a very poor conversion rate too. But that I thought that I, I wanted to bring up the day because I thought it was kind of interesting. This is like the week one. It's probably less valuable now, but you do have um, like this was the first big tournament in paper after the Luris ban, and this was kind of the results we got from it as far as like day two. So kind of, I kind of think like if we were to look at this data. And only this data, which you know, not a great way to look at data, but the Cascade decks were really good. Living in it and Teamer Footfalls and Yongmoth. Those three decks were the best decks. Yeah, oh yeah. So that's it. That's all I wanted to bring up with that. Um I'll share I'll share this in the show notes as well if you want to check it out. Um it's not I I it's kind of old data, so like blue white control I sorted it, it's kind of just weird. Uh, like blue white control is four percent, but it's actually up higher. Just you know, sorting, you know, whatever. You can read it; it's easy to read. <laughs> you you can read it. Yeah. Um. So let's let's go over let's real quick. I know we're kind of deep in this show, um, but SCG Dallas is coming up in just a few weekends. Are you leaning towards Yogmoth once again? Try oh yeah, two? I definitely uh, definitely obviously am. Let's stick with it. It's a it's a good choice. I've been incredibly happy with it. So, right. I'm gonna go ahead and say there's a chance I'll play creativity. I you know I'm I'm a little biased and I think the deck's really cool. I think it's really fun. I, I think it's really I think it's good. Uh, but I'm probably gonna play Titan like, but I'm not gonna I'm gonna not lock that in yet. But we'll see. I want to play. I want I want to play creativity, and if I think it's good, I may play that. Yeah. And I think, like, there's three kind of builds of it. I, I think I just want to play the Archon build. I just think that's, like, a strong win condition. Emissary Emrakul is kind of a weird one. I don't even think it's that good anymore with Ottawara nowadays. I know that's Ottawara. kind of... Like, yeah, I mean, that card's kind of niche, but it bounces Emrakul, and then that's just a feel-bad. And it gets Archon. It's like, that ETB trigger is really good. The other build is obviously Primeval Titan, but I I don't know about that, honestly. Like the, the thing is I guess you could always just cast Primeval Titan, whereas like the other cards are kinda of difficult to cast, but I think I'd just rather play Archons, honestly. I think that's what yeah. Spider Space. He he's on, he was on uh Reanimator and then he kinda of pivoted to creativity. Uh, he's he's he prefers the Archons, and I think I'm kinda of there with him. But I need to get my rinse back, Cole. Then I can play it. Oh yeah, you need rent for that. Yeah, that's true. Well, I had them for like, so okay, so this is what happened. 
So obviously I was making fun of Rios, but I only do it because he really deserves it for playing weird decks. Like he he, <laughs> he, he kind of plays, he, he you know he follows his heart a little bit, and I could I, I I can love that about him. But you know, uh, he played uh, Green Eldrazi in day one, and then they they messaged me that night. I was like, hey, can we can we get the Rins? He wants to play Boomer Jund, and I was like, okay. And then they he left with them like a monster. <laughs> and he gave the, close. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Drew has Drew has them. Oh, uh, okay. He he ran off with them like a bandit, and he just gave them to me on Friday. I was like, hey, if you don't need them, I want them. I kind of want them back because I want to play creativity. He said, sure. So I had them for like forty eight hours, and then he sold them back. Uh, and I, 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 I yeah, I'm joking. It was obviously a mistake, but I I, I want them back, man. Back. That's a damn shame. Yeah, it's a damn shame. They're so pricey. I hate the price of Red and Six. <sighs> I look at a lot of random cool decks in Modern, and I'm like, ah, eighty dollar Planeswalker. Right. Oh, yeah. how many do I need? Four of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, you don't play like two. It's like four nothing. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. That's like I, I will admit I'll say that about Modern. I think that's my least favorite thing about Modern is just the price range of it. It's so bad. Pre Image Two, it was like so cheap. Yeah, like I mean, it wasn't even, was and I'm like, not even going to say it's, like, so cheap, but it, it was cheap enough that, like, practically anybody could afford it. Right. Like, I mean, I would think Standard has a ceiling of, like, $300 in paper. And that time Modern was, like, the median or, mo- like, the average was, like, six $700, which Yeah, is- and then, like, you had your random, like, $1,000 decks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Jun, Jun's always expensive because... That's what they do. Um, I think there was like maybe a four color pile that was expensive or something. A Rendek. I don't know. I don't. It's, that was like a century ago. Yeah. And, and now it's just like Ragavan's like what seventy, eighty dollars. Ren's a hundred, um, and stuff. And the lands are cheap though, which is kind of, kind of wild that we like that was always the expensive part of decks. Well, yeah. Now they've printed uh, lands to the grave. <laughs> right. I mean. I'm glad Tarns aren't like a hundred like they were. Well, no, I don't. I don't think fetches should be that much. I think that's like the biggest killer to stuff like that. You know, it's funny. It's like the cons fetches are now the expensive ones. Oh yeah, because they only have the one printing. Right. Maybe uh, maybe Tron Masters Two will have a reprinted con. <laughs> I mean, Double Masters One was basically Tron Masters. Um, but this one, should, I think this will give us some Renin Six uh, reprint, hopefully, and hopefully Cavernous. I think Roger said on the cast, hopefully Cavernous Souls is in it too. Uh, yeah, Cavernous. but like it's not. Even, and the crazy thing about Cavernous is it's just not even like played like all that much right now. Oh yeah, like and that's I mean like besides your deck and some random other decks, like it's it's just not touched, which I, which I think is fine. Cavern's always been that stupid, overly priced card. Ever. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, Mikey. You know, we're talking about like. So he's kind of an asshole. He cracks a random. Uh, no, I love Mikey. He he cracks a random uh, dr- uh, set booster of Strixhaven. Yeah. At at at, at his store at Game Armory, and it has a list Cavern of Souls in it. I was so mad at him. Like he does not deserve good things. I deserve good things. He does not deserve that. Obviously, I'm happy for Mikey for getting a good pull. 
<laughs> Upset. Yes, I'm happy for her. <laughs> no, when he got there, I was like, what? That's cool. I was like, I get it because I told you to pick the pack or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, but I, uh, Cole, do, do we think that's it? Do we want to wrap I, up? I think that's good. Yeah. I yeah, like we that did. we always start these episodes and we're like, yeah, we're not going to go that long. And then... Yeah, we'll just yeah, brief discussion, and we're we're kind of closing in on two hours. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'll close this out. Thanks everyone for checking us out. Sorry it's too long, but also you're welcome because we're great. I mean, I and... do. I so this is gonna make me sound very egotist, but like I do re-listen to our podcast a lot because though we're talking, you know, we we talk so damn much, it's sometimes hard to remember what the hell we were <laughs> talking about. Oh yeah. I'm like, have... I'm like, what the hell? Like, even like, did we just talk about? <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, it's it kind of reminds me of like long days at work. It's like, so like, they'll go like, "How was your day?" I was like, "I don't know. I just blacked out. Stuff happened. I, I apparently I did stuff that will pay me money later. Like that's where we're at. I want to watch hockey. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but oh yeah, I I, I don't re-listen because I edit, so I I just re-listen when I edit basically, but. I don't know. It's just interesting to me sometimes just to just to listen to it. I like the, I like the sound of my own voice. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 good. I I it, I I mean I think I don't mind my voice, which like, I guess is important for my own sanity when I listen to this podcast. I know it's like I've had people that were like, "You don't sound like you're from Texas." And I'm like, "That's the best compliment you can ever tell me." Thank you. Bless. Yeah, but I could I could turn on a Texas accent, but I'm not going to. Howdy, ma'am. I okay. use uh, I say howdy when I'm at work. So, <laughs> do you? Yeah, I say howdy. I always do. People always comment about that. If you ever go to my pharmacy, you I, I will greet you with howdy. Okay, that's that's you know what? I'm I'm good with it. Howdy's a, it's the Aggie greeting too. So I'm okay I've been it. asked if I went to A and M. Yep, I'm not surprised. Somebody like stopped in their tracks, looked at me, and was like. Are you an Aggie? And I was like, no, sir. I don't know what the hell you just called me. How dare you, sir? (laughs) (laughs) I went to tech. How dare you? (laughs) I don't care. Um, But yeah, I think think that's good. I think think we're good. Yeah. So funny story uh, before, like, we talked about Aggie. And I was on Reddit. I go on Reddit quite a bit um, just to kind of check. That's like. A new source, I'll just check out, like, clips of hockey, you know, whatever. I just, like, I read it, it's fine, I don't mind. I, I know it sucks sometimes, but it's fine. Uh, there was a Ask Reddit, it was like, what's what's a cult but is not a cult kind of thing? Or I forgot how it was phrased, but they were, um, but they said, like, Texas A&M is a cult. I was like, yes, it is, it is a cult. It's yeah, more than likely, hell yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it just is. You know, it's not, that's not bad. Like, cults, yeah, they're obviously bad, but it's like, obviously, <laughs> we're kind of joking about Texan being a cult, but it's just like a niche community, and, you know, it's, yeah, it's a bit, Yeah. It's a niche fan base. Like, there's, there's, there's like, like, Baylor, that's kind of a cultish thing, too, in certain, certain respects, too. Like, some people are just crazy about Baylor. I don't get it, because they suck, but it <laughs> can't be. No, they're they're fine. I have a, my uncle works at Baylor, so they're they're fine. Okay, cool. I think I think I think the audience has had enough, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get us out of here. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye.